Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture Allah al-lazhi tasa'aluna bihi wal-arham Inna Allah kana alaykum raqiba Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqu Allah wa qulu qawlan sadida يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة ببعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him I seek refuge on Almighty Allah from the evil of our passions <coughs> Indeed whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Guide him to Al-Islam No one can mislead him after Allah And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Got him astray No one can guide him after Allah I testify openly That there is no deity worthy of worship Except Allah Rabbil Alameen And I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, which is his Sunnah. The worth of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability, fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslim. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah be with you all. After this, inshallah, we be starting with a new surah. Concerning our tafsir classes, today we'll be dealing with Surah, Surah Al-Balad, which is Surah number 90, and Surah Al-Balad is a Matan Surah, and has 20 verses. And as usual, we start reciting the surah first, and after recitation of the surah, we take few verses, which we break it down to get to know the meaning of the verses word by word, and uh, after this we give a general uh, translation to the verses, and after this we go for the tafsir. So inshallah, we're starting with the new surah, okay? Surah Al-Balad. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا أقسم بهذا البلد وأنت حل بهذا البلد 
ووالد وما ولد لقد خلقنا الإنسان في كبد أيحسب أن لن يقدر عليه أحد يقول أهلكت مالا لبدا أيحسب أن لم يره أحد ألم نجعل له عينين ولسانا وشفتين وهديناه النجدين فلقتحم العقبة وما أدراك ما العقبة فك رقبة أو إطعام في يوم ذي مسغبة يتيما ذا مقربة أو مسكينا ذا متربة ثم كان من الذين آمنوا وتواصوا بالصبر وتواصوا بالصبر وتواصوا بالمرحمة أولئك أصحاب الميمنة والذين كفروا بآياتنا هم أصحاب المشأمة عليه النار مؤصدة and inshallah now we're going to try to take few verses at the time and we get the meaning of each word again this surah al-balad surah al-balad which is surah number 90 you there? Hmm? No. Surah Al-Balad, Surah number 90. And this is a Meccan Surah, which is the name in English is The City. And here refer... Hmm? And this refer... And is referring to Mecca, which is the Umm al-Qura, the mother of all towns or the city of all the cities. The mother of all cities, okay? Umm al-Qura. This is Mecca. Okay, with the first few verses. لا أقسم بهذا البلد. Verse number two. وأنت حل بهذا البلد. Verse number three. ووالد وما ولد First number one لا أقسم I swear بهذا هذا means this بهذا by this البلد the city which means مكة verse number two وأنت حل بهذا البلد و means and أنت you 
فلن فری بہد بائی دس اور ان دس البلد دی کنٹری اور دا سٹی ورت نمبر تھری ووالد وما ولد وان والد الفاضر وان ولد بيقاتن general meaning for these three verses I swear by this city, Mecca, and you are free in this city, Mecca, and by the begotter, and which he begot. The general tafsir, here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is swearing by al-balad which we say this balad referring to the city of Mecca wala uqsimu means I swear with this secret place which is the secret area of Mecca and this shows you the secret and the virtues of this place which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had make it to be the Qibla and the directions of all the Muslims, wherever they are, in their prayer, and it's the place which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had commanded his prophet Ibrahim and his son Ismail to build the Kaaba there, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it to be the place for the Hajj of all Muslims, wherever they are. So this shows you how honorable is this city and the greatness and the position of this city in Islam. As a result of this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given our attention to it by saying He swear by it. And as I stated before, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the right to swear by anything among his creation or his creature. But for the Muslims, they could not swear by anything except by Allah or by Allah's name or Allah's attributes. And the Prophet ﷺ had told us, مَنْ حَلَفَ بِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ فَقَدْ أَشْرَكْ that whosoever swear by other than Allah, he had commit shirk. And also the Prophet ﷺ had told us in the hadith, مَنْ كَانَ حَالِفًا فَلْيَحْلِفْ بِاللَّهِ أَوْ لِيَصْمُ Which the meaning is, whosoever wants to swear, let him swear by Allah, or be quiet. So for us, we could not swear by anyone except Allah, or one of his names, or one of his attributes. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can swear by anything he wants. And one of the things is swearing by al-balad, which is Mecca. Hmm? Mm-hmm.
السلام وأنت حل بهذا البلد وأنت حل بهذا البلد This is the second verse Inshallah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying Let's say it first Word by word Anta is a pronoun Which means you Hillun Free Or Living Staying Bihada al-Balad in this city Which again is Mecca The third verse Walidin The Walid Is the father The one who gave Birth To a Walid And May say The gutter And Walid Is The one that been begot Okay, so what is saying in English here? And you are free in this city, Mecca, and by the begotter, and the one who begot. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continuing swearing, saying, You are dwelling in this place, which add more to the position of the city. So the city itself is blessed, and in addition to the blessings, the the staying of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi in it gave it more important and more virtues. And this is the honor for this city for you to be living in it. So the staying and the living of the Prophet ﷺ in Mecca had add more qualities and more virtues to the city of Mecca. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swearing by the stain of the Prophet and his presence in the city of Mecca. Third verse talks about walidin wa ma walad. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swearing by the father and the son. And this can be Adam alayhi salam and whosoever comes from His children, or that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swearing by every father or every parent and whatever comes from them, their babies or their children, the abilities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by making people having children, or the abilities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the plants, the birds, the fish, everything to have babies. And this is from the abilities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he's getting our attention to this creation And how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it to be a means of continuation of this life. This is the sign of his wisdom and his knowledge and his ability. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swearing by three, swearing three times. 
what he's swearing about, what is the message, what Allah is telling us, he's swearing for what or about what. He said, لَقَدْ خَلَقَنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدٍ So this is the answer to this swear, or this what Allah swearing often. What you mean? لَقَدْ means indeed. This is verse number four. Or verily. خَلَقْنَا from the verb خَلَقَ to mean to create. And here خَلَقْنَا means we created. And we doesn't mean more than Allah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator. There is no other creator beside Allah. But when a great one talks about himself, he uses the pronoun we. Okay? So it does not mean Allah and the angels, or Allah and Muhammad. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the greatest of all things. So he's talking about himself with the pronoun of plural, but does not mean that more than one. Al-insana, man, fi in, kabad, toil, hardship, difficulty. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, Verily, we have created man in toil. So Allah swear by the city of Mecca, the one who is dwelling in the city of Mecca, which is the Prophet ﷺ, and the father and the son of everything. And now, what Allah swearing to say to us, and to assure to us, assure us, that he had created Man in general, in toil, in hardship, in difficulty, that from the moment the human being comes to this life, to the moment that he departs, he always facing hardship and difficulty. The moment that you come in from your mother womb, for her to push you out. This is difficulty for her and difficulty for you to be coming out. And you see yourself coming crying from the first moment. This is a hardship. This is the beginning. And until the last second, when is the soul coming out of the body, this is also a hardship and difficulty. And people suffer a lot. The moment of Departure of the soul. So from A to Z, from birth to death, mankind living in this life in hardship and difficulty, facing many problems, many trials. And it's not this only, even after you go to the grave, being brought in the grave, facing the angels, questioning you, the grave be squeezing you. And there's no person, regardless how good he is, except that the grave will squeeze him. So all this is hardship. And even in the hereafter. So it's not going to be free out of toil and hardship and difficulty unless the person is already in paradise. Because you know, even you're standing there, even you're standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the day of the judgment, and the sun will be closer to the head of the human being with a distance of one mile, and how much people will be sweating standing in the day of the judgment, all the things is facing difficulty. So there is no resting unless the person will be in Jannah. Please call it. After this, verse number 5. Verse number 6. يَقُولُ أَهْلَكْ 
Human being referring to the human being, he says. Verse number five. Ayahsabu Allan. يقدر عليه أحد أيحسب does he think assume أن that لن not يقدر overcome عليه Upon him, أحد, anyone. Number six, يقول أهلت مالا لبدا. يقول, he says, أهلت I had waste. I have wasted melon wealth. Lubada abundance in abundance. Number seven. سابوا ألم يره أحد. Again the same verb. أيحسبوا. Does he think? Assuming. And that. لم. Not. يره. See him. أحد anyone. Verse number eight. ألم نجعل له عينين. ألم have not نجعل we made له for him عينين a pair of eyes 
verse number 9 وَلِسَانًا وَشَفَتَيْنِ لِسَانًا a tongue شَفَتَيْنِ two lips verse number 10 وَهَدَيْنَاهُنَّ جِدَيْنِ هَدَيْنَاهُ shown him, guide him أَنَّ جِدَيْنِ the two ways General translation Verily, we have created man in toil does he think that none can overcome him? He says, I have wasted wealth in abundance. Does he think that no sees him? Does he think that none sees him? Have we not made for him two eyes and a tongue and two lips? And shown him the two ways, the good and the evil. The assumption of a human being and the way how a human being in general, especially the kafir, who doesn't believe in the day of judgment, he doesn't believe in Allah, he lives in this life assuming that nobody has ability over him. That no one can seize him. No one can stop him. So he continues doing the haram. Transgression, killing, persecution, taking the property of others with no just cause, with assumption that no one can overcome him, nobody can stop him, nobody can make him die. No one can make him resurrected and gather in the day of judgment. He doesn't recognize Allah. He doesn't believe in Allah. So his behavior in this life, acting as if no one can overcome him. And he will say with arrogancy, being proud and arrogant that I spend a lot of money in destroying these people, killing these people, preventing the da'wah. Thinking that with his wealth that he can stop Islam to grow and Muslims to continue being Muslims. So he say, not even I spend, but he's talking about a lot of wealth. He's saying that I spend a lot. Spending a lot in things that which is not going to help him in the day of judgment or to prevail him from the punishment of Allah. He doing this assuming that nobody sees him, nobody watching him, that nobody going to ask him how he did gain this money and how did he spend this money. This is the behavior of the kuffar. This is the way how people who do not believe in Allah and believe in the day of judgment, they believe in their own mighty, in their own ability. 
if his muscles or his soldiers or in his wealth, whatever means that he got, he believed that he's able to do everything and nobody can stop him. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminding the human being and those people who are spending their wealth and their property and their strength and their mighty in other one is supposed to be used for Allah reminding them with his favor, his blessings and he's saying أَلَمْ Did we give him two eyes? Did we give him a tongue? Did we give him two lips? Why men acting like this? Did he buy these eyes with his wealth? Did he make this tongue talk by his ability? Why he did not remember the one who gave him the eyes? So he's able to walk, to see. Why he don't think and reflect on the one who gave him the ability to express himself? Why he doesn't be grateful to the one who gave him tulips to help him to say the words properly and to cover his mouth and cause the food to be staying inside while he chewing it and other things that is beneficial that the lips Allah had created for beautify him instead of working with his teeth sticking out so why this man who acting in this manner why he did not remember the favor of Allah upon him. And in addition to this physical um, favor, there is other favor, which is the guidance, making the way available for him by sending the messenger, sending the Quran, so he said we guided him, we made both ways available for him to know the right and the wrong, the iman and the kufr, the halal and the haram, the sunnah and the bid'ah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed us spiritually and physically. He has blessed us by all means. Bless us in things that we can use for this dunya. And He bless us also with things which He can make our way to Jannah in the hereafter. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding the mankind who had transgressed and turn away and persecuted the believers to stop and to remember Allah's favor and to remember that Allah able to seize him and to overcome him. After this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying in verse number 11, فَلَقَاتَهَا 
أو إطعام في أو من ذي مسغبة 15 يتيما ذا مقربة 16 أو مسغبة مسكينا ذا مطربة فلا بطنط اقتحم he has attempted to pass on to approach to go through العقبة the step the bath وما أدراك ما العقبة وما what أدراك make you know ما وط العقبة ذي ستبس general translation but he has not attempted to pass on the path that is the step and what may make you know the path That is a step. So, here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying, those people who think and assume that no one can overcome them, assuming that no one sees them, spending their money to cause hardship and difficulty for the believers, and to turn the people away from the remembrance of Allah. They should direct their energy and their time and their intelligence in something else. How to pass through Al-Aqaba? How to go over the burial? How to go over this mountain that between him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How to go and pass this obstacle? And what is Al-Aqaba? What is that major step? What is this burial or the mountain that in the way that a person should try to pass it and it say this is something so great that no one can tell you what it is what is that obstacle that we need to step over it and pass it. Allah says, فَكُّ رَقَبَةً Freeing a slave or feeding in a starvation helping a poor, a needy a relative or not relative This what we need to direct ourselves and our energy with our ability and our money. How we can overpass the obstacle. How we can turn the shaitan down. How we can reject the temptation of our nafs and our soul. And we run to Allah instead of running away from Allah. 
how we can fight our own desire and our own nafs. Those people who've been given money, given time, given intelligence, those people whom Allah made them have the ability to express themselves, having lips, having tongue, having eyes, guidance came to them. They're supposed to direct their energy, their time, their wealth towards something more important and beneficial for mankind in general and beneficial for themselves before anybody. What it is? Fighting your own desire. This is the aqaba. This is the obstacle between you and Allah, the shaitan, the dunya, the temptation, your soul, yourself, your nafs, the, your greed. By doing what? Freeing the slave, paying money to make a person free, feeding a people who could not find food to eat. Doesn't matter if they are relatives or non-relatives. Poor and needy. Homeless. The people that been struck by earthquake, by starvation, by some kind of illness, by fire that devoted their houses and their property, the starvation, the problem that mankind in general facing it, here and there. This is what we need to set ourselves for. We should be concerned about mankind, how we can ease their burden, how we can get them out of being ignorant, teaching them, open schools for them, open hospitals for them, giving them food, freeing them, try to do something for the human being. This is what we should be concerned about. Not being arrogant. Thinking about what I have, what I did, how I can stop this Islam. Islam is good. What did Islam do for you? Except that you are selfish. You are greedy person. All what you care yourself. You don't want the light of Islam and the fairness and the justice of Islam to be spread everywhere. And this is the reason that you try to, you try to stop the Islam from growing and persecuting the Muslim and putting them in jail and they try to kill them everywhere because you want to be the one. you so greedy. You want the wealth. You want this and that. Remember that Allah sees you. Allah can overcome you. So never ever think that no one can overcome you. That no one sees you. Allah sees you and what you're doing. And this is what Allah sent Islam for you. And He told you what is right, what's wrong for you to direct your energy, your position, whatever that you are in, your office for purpose of try helping mankind. Freeing the slaves. Forgive and forego the prisoners. Feed the poor. Shelter the homeless. Do something that will be beneficial for you in the day of a judgment. But you have to understand that there is a condition with this. There is a condition with this. What is the condition? Allah is making it clear here by saying, in verse number 17, ثُمَّ كَانَ مِنَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَتَوَاصَوْا بِثِ صَبْرِ وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالْمَرْحَمَةِ ثُمَّ ذِنْ 
كان he became من from الذين those آمنوا believed وتواصوا they recommended to one another advised one another بالصبري patience وتواصوا and recommended one another advise and encourage one another بالمرحمة with piety so the condition is what good deed with, with no iman it doesn't work it's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying after he said but he has not attempted to pass on the path that is still i.e. the path which will lead to goodness and success and what will make you know the path that is still it is freeing in it this is a freeing in it slave or giving food in a day of hunger to an orphan near of kin or to miskin poor cleaving to dust then he became one of those who believe in Islam and Tawheed Manusism and recommended one another to preservance patience and also recommended one another to piety and compassion. So what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, with the freeing of a slave, sheltering the homeless, giving the poor and the needy, the condition have to be iman. Believe in Allah. Believe in the day of the judgment. Believing in all articles of belief, this is the condition for the good deed to be accepted. <coughs> and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, ثُمَّ كَانَ مِنَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالصَّبْرِ وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالْمَرْحَمَةِ So, the feeding, the freeing the slave, sheltering the homeless, it doesn't help if there is no iman. If there is no sincerity doing it for the pleasure of Allah. If it's not compassionate to one another, recommended to be kind to others, recommended to be patient, to be kind to the people, Come to the orphan, to the miskeen, tell the people to give charity, donate. So if you don't do with iman, there is no nothing for you in the hereafter. You may get something in this dunya, but nothing for you in the hereafter. Because the foundation to erect your building the foundation is Iman, and the fruit is the good deed, and comes as a result of this, a peaceful society. A society when somebody cries, everybody will come to wipe the tears, and place the tears with a smile, because they believe in Allah, they believe in the reward, they fear hellfire and the punishment of Allah. So the condition is belief. And as a result of belief, you're going to do good deed. As a result of this, this is the importance of Islam. Because this is what Islam teaches. It teaches iman and amal salih. The believers, they're supposed to have sabr. 
They have believers, they're supposed to have mercy for one another, patience with one another. The moment that one Muslim make a mistake, intentionally or unintentionally, we're going to run to the internet and start backbiting and slander and warning the people again it's so and so and so and so and we claim that we're defending the sunnah that we are exposing the deviate did we try to advise the person what will make a person deviate because he made one mistake what about you how many mistakes you make what about your sheikh you think your sheikh is infallible that he is a prophet, he never makes mistakes. So why you don't expose your sheikh when your sheikh make a mistake? Where is the rahmah? Where is the mercy from a Muslim to another Muslim? Where is the mercy from the scholar to the student of knowledge? Where is the mercy from organization to another Muslim organization? Where is the mercy between the da'iyah? No, it's a different story, especially nowadays. The first thing, going from town to town, and from city to city, to backbite and slander the believers, and claiming that this is jarh and ta'adil. And who doesn't have jarh? And who doesn't have ta'adil? Subhanallah, I wish we can wake up and stop following the steps of the shaitan, having patience with one another, have mercy towards one another. This is part of Iman, this part of the teaching of the aqidah and the deen of Islam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying, those people who do such, they are ashab al-maymana. They are أصحاب الميمنة أولئك those أصحاب the companions الميمنة the right hand they want to be from the people who receive their books with the right hand do you want to be from the people of goodness, the people of paradise, have iman, have taqwa, have sabr, have mercy. This is the way, iman, sabr, mercy, feed the poor, free the slaves, shelter, the homeless. This is the way for you to be from the people of Jannah. If Allah gives you money and give you wealth, to use it for you to get your ticket to Jannah. Otherwise, there's another place which Allah is saying, وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أصحاب المشأمة والذين and those كفروا disbelieve بآياتنا in our signs our verses هم they are أصحاب the companions, al-mash'ama, the left hand. And what for them? Alayhim narum sada. Alayhim over them. Nar, fire, mu'sada, shat, will be Shut on them. That means they could not escape. Then he became one of those 
who believe and recommended one another to patient and also recommended one another to piety and compassion they are those on the right hand but those who disbelieve in our signs they are those on the left hand the dweller of hell the fire will be shut over them Ulaika ashabul maymana And those who disbelieve in what Allah revealed in the surrounded miracles of Allah which you see it everywhere you see the sun, the moon, the stars you see it in yourself how Allah gave you the ability to see to hear, to talk and also the other signs which Allah sent the Quran, the Prophet and Allah make all these things available those who, believe, those who disbelieve and deny and reject Allah's signs they are the people of the left hand they are the people of misfortune they are the people of hellfire they will be in it and will be closed and shut on them we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had described in Surah Al-Waqi'ah he said <coughs> Surah Al-Waqi'ah Surah number 56 and in verse number 8 he talked about Ashab Al-Maymana and Ashab Al-Mash'ama the companion of Jannah the, the fortunate one and Ashab al-Mash'ama the companion of hellfire the misfortune one we say in surah number 56 verse number 8 and continuing فأصحاب الميمنة ما أصحاب الميمنة وأصحاب المشأمة ما أصحاب المشأمة والسابقون السابقون أولئك المقربون في جنات النعيم سلة من الأولين وقليل من الآخرين على سرر موضونة متكئين عليها متقابلين يطوف عليهم ولدان مخلدون بأكواب وأباريق وكأس من معين لا يصدعون عنها ولا ينزفون وفاكهة مما يتخيرون ولحم طير مما يشتهون وحور عين كأمثال اللؤلؤ المتنون جزاء بما كانوا يعملون لا يسمعون فيها لغوا ولا تأثيما إلا قيلا سلاما سلاما وأصحاب اليمين ما أصحاب اليمين في سدر مخضود وطلح منضود وظل ممدود وماء مسكوب وفاكهة كثيرة لا مقطوعة ولا ممنوعة وفرش وفرش مرفوعة إنا أنشأناهن إنشاء فجعلناهن أبكارا 
عربا أتراب لأصحاب اليمين سلة من الأولين وسلة من الآخرين وأصحاب الشمال ما أصحاب الشمال في سموم وحميم وظل من يحموم لا بارد ولا كريم إنهم كانوا قبل ذلك مترفين وكانوا يصرون على الحنس العظيم وكانوا يقولون أئذا متنا وكنا ترابا وعظاما أئنا لمبعوثون أو آباؤنا الأولون قل إن الأولين والآخرين لمجموعون إلى ميقات يوم معلوم I'm sorry, it's time for the event. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone, Four four five four nine zero zero. Also four nine one six zero six five. Fax four nine seven zero one two six. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.